folks, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Restaurant Show. On this show, we talk about restaurant marketing, restaurant management, we answer your questions and much more. So if this is your first time, consider subscribing so we can stay in touch and uh, grow your restaurant sales. If you're wondering who I am and what is this whole thing is about, be sure to read the description down below. I'm a restaurant owner just like you, obsessed with growing our sales. And I tell you this, uh, as I'm recording this, it is Monday. And uh, we had a fantastic weekend. Uh, last week's sales was very good by God's grace. All is going well. Went to a, a business conference and uh, all hyped up. And we're like, oh, yeah, different systems that we need to work on in our restaurant. And, you know, how are we going to get ourselves more out of our operations so we can duplicate more? Um, I don't know if you know, you know, we're obsessed with also figuring out owning a restaurant in a manner that the restaurant does not own us. And, yes, this we could talk years about that. But. We had a fantastic weekend coming back and it is Monday within like one hour. We just kind of got a couple bad news is one is that um, our manager in our second location, you know, failed to fulfill um, the order that was scheduled for one of our biggest clients um, and our biggest client. One of them is a Circle K. Circle K is the uh, corner store, whatever the store is on all of the Valero gas stations. The headquarters is here in San Antonio and they're one of our top clients. And our manager uh, sent the food out an hour late on that one. So that led to a lot of shenanigans um, and some bad news for the manager. We're going to leave it at that. And then uh, our walk-in temperature is not up to temperature. We called uh, a technician to come out and check it out, and fair enough. It seems something with the coil and the liquid, this and that, and it could cost us somewhere about $8,000 because that walk-in apparently is really old. So here's what I'm, the reason I'm sharing this with you is that if we are not focused on growing sales, you, when you get these bad news, you want to drop the towel. So at least for me, you know, one thing I hold on to is like, dude, sales is good. Customers are happy. You know, let's keep going because, you know, that's why that's the premise of this show. Growing sales, because that matters. If if you are continuing to grow sales, it's more likely for you to handle all the challenges in the restaurant. And I'm going to tell you, we can write a book about that. You know that this is not new. So why am I getting getting together with you today? We're chatting about Valentine's Day. Love is in the air. You know what I'm saying. So we have um, in the last few years, you know, one of the things that my focus has been is to figure out where is our zone of genius. We cannot do everything. And let's focus on two like select days of the month that we blow and we just fully campaign for instead of trying to have multiple promotions simultaneously and confuse customers or the staff and all of that. So that has been my strategy with our restaurant when it comes to promotions and stuff. So Valentine has been a day that we notice that our customers are, you know, really liking pizza. And I don't know if you know, we own pizzerias. And why that matters is that it's important for you to know your zone of genius. It doesn't matter if you um, own a, a Mexican restaurant, if you um, uh, have a burger joint or a pizzeria, it is important for you to know what it is that your customers want from you because that's all that matters. I don't know what your customers want from you, right? Um, and what happens is we used to have in the past, our, in Valentine's, our sales rep for our food, uh, food distributor would come in, hey, why don't y'all... Um, offer this new dessert, you know, for Valentine's Day or whatever. I personally am hesitant of adding new products to our 
for a promotion. There is, I mean, we could talk for a long time and I would love to hear your thoughts about it. If you want to, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, you can come to the YouTube for this episode and I'll have the link down below so you can share your thoughts and your wisdom to the convo. But I have found that every time that we add a new product, for instance, a new dessert, then I need to train all of our team how to sell it. We need to add the POS button, make sure the online ordering works. We need to educate the customer on this new pro- I mean, there is an enormous amount of effort that needs to go in. And if you add the hours that it takes to get this one item that we're going to be selling for Valentine, it is not worth my time um, to do. So one of the things we do is we try to do the same thing slightly different. And a great example for it is on Valentine's. So I've noticed that people like heart-shaped pizza. What am I going to do? That's what people like, heart-shaped pizza. So we do that for Valentine's and it is mad busy. We are, tend to be very busy for Valentine's. Like one of our, I mean, it's like Super Bowl busy, you know, and we're very busy for Super Bowl, for which I praise God. Life is good. So the reason I'm telling you that is because it is important for you to know your zone of genius and what is it that the customers want from you. Another thing is that do people want dine-in? Do they want to do pickup? Do they want delivery? Not everybody's going to go out for Valentine's. You need to know your ideal customer. Are they young people, young couples? Are they people with young kids? Are they people that are, um, their kids have grown and gone? right? That's another category of people that you may be marketing for Valentine's. And the reason that matters is because those folks may be dining in, go, I'm sorry, dining out versus a lot of families who we serve, they have young kids, they want to take food to their house. And mom doesn't want to cook, dad doesn't want to do dishes, and that's how they do it. And Valentine's tends to be a very busy day for restaurants. So a lot of folks don't want to necessarily go out and wait and all of that goes with going to a restaurant. So that has been our zone of genius and that is what we focus on. And today I wanna talk to you about uh, that. So think about it, do you wanna add a new product? Is it worth for you? Have you done that before? If it's working for you, fantastic. Keep doing what's working and try to just do better. Um, If not, consider what can you do with what you got? Can you serve something heart-shaped? I do know that Chick-fil-A even uh, serves heart-shaped biscuits. Okay, and people buy it, or or they actually, because uh, we have a Chick-fil-A in our strip mall, um, they have containers where they serve their like catering trays and stuff. It's a hard shape. So the food is the same. They serve it in, in boxes that are hard shape. You know, think about it. Think about what you can do with what you got. So I wanted to share that with you. Um, one of the things that I before I dive in, I wanted to also talk about is it is important to look at different promotions such as Valentine, not as a day, but as a campaign. How are you going to use the one promotion as a way of bringing people together, increase their the brand engagement that you get people engaging with your brand. You want to increase that no like, and trust factor. You want to like view it as a campaign, not just sales, and that is very important uh, for you to look at. And that has been one of our success. That's why the day of sales, that day of sales like Valentine's tend to be very su- su- successful because we've been campaigning for it. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to tell you in, in, in practical terms what I am talking about. So for instance, um, one of the things that we're doing right now is, for instance, I wanted to give you some uh, ideas here that you can do for your Valentine's. Look at my note that I, I wrote down the other day for you. And uh, that is loving on your community. 
loving on your community with a giveaway. I mean, that is just the easiest way to do this. Um, last time I checked, I like within two hours of posting a giveaway, and the giveaway was we're going to give away five heart-shaped pizzas um, on social media, five actually on our Facebook page, five on our Instagram. All I ask people to do is tag the pepperoni to your mozzarella or to your pizza, and people would you know, tag their loved one. And not only that, they share like, hey, you've you know, about some some cheesy stuff and loving things toward their loved ones about what it is that their loved one means to them on our Facebook page or on an Instagram page in the comments. And that is simply people feeling that brand connection like a friend. And I tend to respond to those also, just getting on the conversation and all that. People want, that's what you want. You want to increase brand engagement. Also, hundreds of people are knowing that we are going to be serving heart-shaped pizza. So they are participating in the giveaway, and I'm also bringing awareness for that fact that we're selling heart-shaped pizza without you know, being too direct. Obviously, in the bottom of it, I said, hey, heads up, we are selling heart-shaped pizza, so they're aware of that. But know that you can sell sometimes without selling and build your brand and goodwill, and that is very, very important. So that has been super, super successful for us. I've had hundreds, and I'm not even boosted that post or any i've not spent any money on it so just so you know sometimes if you are giving people the reason to engage with your brand they will do that and all those hundreds of people who engage with our brand on social media they will see more of our facebook or instagram posts in the next few days or week because they engage with our brand so think about that um, as well another thing i do is i want to always engage move people around you always want to take people from social media to add to your list or your database i hope you're doing that you need to grow your list through your social media whether it's your email list your text database or your messenger stuff another thing you want to do always is bring people from your email or all these to your social media to engage with your brand that i mean again we could talk for a long time about that but that means that you know if you have a funny funny piece of content or educational or something that you're creating in your social media, you always want to bring people from your list to your social media and vice versa. So when I'm posting a giveaway on our Facebook page and our Instagram page, I want to make sure to bring people from our email. Hey, guys, heads up. We're hosting a giveaway over here on Facebook. Come on out and hang over here, right? And we have, you know... 7,000, 8,000 people on our email list. So I'm, um, again, bringing people on social, bringing awareness. I mean, you are moving people around. That is part of the campaigning that we are doing that is very important to do. The other thing is you need to create some content around the promotion you're going to create. So for, for me, and I did this last year. I took videos. I took photos. I simply reused them this year. And this is the beauty of being organized a little bit as restaurant marketers, right? doesn't matter what your position is. If you're a manager or a restaurant owner, you are a restaurant marketer. So um, be organized in whatever promotion you're doing. Document it. The photos, the videos, even the social media posts. I grabbed the links from like last few years and I re reuse them, tweak them here and there, but I don't need to start from scratch every year. You know what I'm saying? Help yourself with that. So I created cool... Um, uh, you know, videos and cool sh photos and things like that. Some cheesy loving messages with toppings, the heart-shaped pizza, moving the pizza around, you got a pizza, my heart, things like that, and that I simply reuse. So it is good for you to create content around the promotion you're going to have. And 
as a way of campaigning, bringing awareness, you know, in itself, you won't be able to track the sales it generates, but you will know that on that day, not only you grew your sales, but again, you increase your brand engagement and your no like and trust factor. And that is very, very important. You got to also just the last couple things you need to remember is you need to update your website, always have a thing, you know, people come into your website for different things, uh, thanks to Google or want to come in and place their order online have a photo of whatever promotion you got going on in the next week. So people, you, you're sowing seeds for them to remember everybody's super busy. If you want to be, if you don't want to be out of sight, out of mind, you need to be on their site. So you're on their mind. So your Facebook header, you want to update some of these things, be involved in Facebook groups that you're sharing those giveaways or these contents that you're creating, be strategic. Um, and I hope that that was helpful. I want to give you some tips on how are you going to make your Valentine's day, of uh, sales to be as always our goal is not only one of the best days of sales in the month but of the whole year okay some uh bonus tips for you and that is operational logistics that you must consider at one if you're adding any uh, new items or it's of a discount you need to consider the pos button that you need to create for the promotion then you need to also take down after the promotion so staff does not continue to administer the same discount to everybody been there done that consider the schedule so right now valentine's day i hope you have given verbal heads up to your team so they're aware i'm sorry love goes every day of the week and the year so if you really love somebody you don't need to celebrate necessary on valentine's with your loved one you know if you're a staff and all that people you can't i mean or you gotta have like only a limited number of people who can be off i don't know how you want to do this but you can't have people too many people off if you are working on having that day to be a busy day so we have like 20 people on staff plus drivers and extra working that day so I better make sure that it's a good day of sales, huh? Uh, that many staff. So consider the schedule that is important. One of the things is that you want to make sure you, I, I've mentioned this many times on the show, and that is anytime you had a promotion, you need to make sure everybody knows about it. And especially if you have a large team, this tends to be a challenge at times. And so what you got to do is, what you can do is grab a sheet. On top of the sheet, you want to type down what the story is. Hey, the purpose of this sign-up sheet is to let you know that we're doing this and this for Valentine's. It costs this much. The button on the POS is here, right? If this is for your FOH team. And if it's for your HOH team in your kitchen, you want to make sure, hey, um, this dish, it needs to be kept in the fridge. And, you know, to serve it, we drizzle it with this or we whatever, right? Prep things that are going to be concerning the kitchen. And then the name of all of the team members, the front on the FOH sign-up sheet and the kitchen. These are like info sign-up sheets to make sure your manager goes over this with every single team member, because this happens a lot. Customer calls for something and our team is like, uh, I don't know. And that does not make us look good. And we really don't want to do that. Some of our team members work uh, a Wednesday, you know, 11 to 2, and that's it. So this presents a challenge, especially if you have a part-timer. Think about how are you going to mass communicate. Another thing you want to consider is, I've mentioned this multiple times, use your scheduling software to mass communicate with your team. Send an announcement out or whatever. You may have hot schedules or seven chefs or, you know, any of those. Um, that's important. Do you have a whiteboard um, on your, you know, somewhere in your restaurant that you can, again, keep buzzing about it, campaigning for the week or two before an event. So everybody's in the loop. Everybody knows the game plan. So we're all moving in the same direction, making sure that this is going to be a great day of sales. Last but not least, 
love on your people. So think about how can you make it special for your staff that is working for you and with you on Valentine's. So for one, you want to make sure you yourself are present. You're hustling away with them alongside of them. But what can you do? Can you feed them? Can you buy a little heart-shaped chocolate, a little chocolate bar that you give to every team member who works that day? It is important to, again, show gratitude in little ways that we can because without our people, we really are not going far. I mean, that's just a fact. So our people matter, so we need to love on them. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in to this episode of Making Dough Restaurant Show. I appreciate it. Again, subscribe if this is your first time. Uh, let me know your thoughts. If you're listening on the podcast, be sure to leave us a review. That helps a lot. Got questions? You can always email us at makingdoughshow at gmail.com or come on over to the website. We have some free resources for you, like 52 Ways to Grow Your Restaurant Sales. If there's any way I can help you, got questions, I don't know, let me know. Uh, and I hope you're ready to make Valentine's one of the busiest days of sales for the whole year. Again, thanks for tuning in. And uh, I see you next Monday right here on Making Dough Show. Thank you. Bye-bye.